The last Premier League game weekend with surprises, both the good and the bad. It was an unpleasant surprise for Chelsea fans as they lost 3-0 to Leeds. Man City also got a shocking draw in their game against Newcastle. We are not sure whether to call Arsenal 3 wins or the bounce a pleasant surprise, but I'm very certain that Man United win over Liverpool was a very comforting one for their fans. And that will be our focus tonight. Don't go anywhere, because it's going to be an interesting episode. Welcome to tonight's episode of your favorite podcast with Swat. Stay tuned. My name is Joseph, aka Don Joe. Um, I'm a staunch Liverpool fan, and yeah, just just brief intro of me. So yeah, oh, my favorite player is Musala. So yeah, of all time or currently? Uh, currently, currently, all time is Gerard, of course, but currently Musala. All right, thank you. Uh, good day, SWAT. I'm MJ. Uh, I'm Abdul J. Bobisonia. Uh, everybody knows me as MJ. I'm a sportsman. I'm a nurse. Uh, I host my own podcast to the FPL podcast, FPL, everything in between. Uh, it's nice being here. All right, thank you. <clears throat> um, I don't even know who to start with first because it's, I mean mixed emotions and all of that. But I think I should ask you, Joe, how do you feel about the game last night? I actually I feel horrible man. Like it was just it was just a I don't even know guy. Like of all the games come on. I, I I actually was kind of I kind of understood us you not know, winning Fulham and um Crystal Palace, I know, but I, I was okay with that. I said, okay, let's just call it a fluke. But at least Man United, like, they are horrible. You have nothing over us. And we just went there and disgraced ourselves yesterday. It was so, like, we actually made... Can you imagine how bad you must be to make McTominay look like a reasonable footballer? So, it was just a horrible, horrible performance from us. Like, I don't even know. I don't even have... I'm not even confident about Bournemouth and all Like the way it looks, Bournemouth might even just win us. And we play Newcastle in two weeks. Just imagine what Newcastle like. Look at how Newcastle board man's team. And when they catch this midfield like in this state. So I don't know. I'm just I'm still I'm still very angry and sad. And no nobody has even issued an apology. All of them is just saying we'll bounce back. Nobody has even apologized to the fans for for that horrible performance yesterday. Um, MJ, this is a direct question. Don't okay. go into analysis yet. Yes. How did you feel when you woke up this morning, knowing that there are no Twitter trolls, there are no texts from you know everybody calling you out for my United poor performance? Man, I I felt like a baby, bro. I felt like a newborn baby, like, you know, like I was, I was, I was, ah, man, I don't even know. I just, you know, all the euphoria, like it was, ah, man, it was a lot. It was a lot to take in, you know, now, like, it's just like winning a lottery at the time. And that's basically it. That was how I felt this morning. Now, about the performance, what do you make of it? 
All right. Um, I'm going to throw a, a slight dig at Joe because, like, what's the fun of us being here? The coaches, they do these things. The players, you know, they are trolling themselves. And he's a Liverpool-Manchester United rivalry. Like, it is even older than me. So, uh, Joe said, like, he was making a point. said, okay, that, <clears throat> that okay, he could take the draws against Fulham. He can, you know, set for the draw against uh, Crystal Palace. But Manchester United, like, you know, Manchester United is terrible, right? So I'm just I'm just thinking that maybe uh, Liverpool and Liverpool fans should start seeing themselves in that light too, as terrible, you know. Because uh, if you are not terrible, you won't be you won't you won't be sitting on I don't know maybe 16th on the table or what is it like only two points from draws from teams like Swam, uh, Crystal Palace losing to Manchester United like you know. And wanting apologies, like this were these are things that Manchester United like look to being a terrible team. You know, we are a terrible team. Yes, I'm going to agree. I'll admit to that. But you know, like wanting our players to apologize, wanting them to like that is the making of a terrible team, man. It is a terrible team that wants to like face Bournemouth next week and feel like I don't know how Bournemouth will be. Or you know how Newcastle bought. Like you won't even be concerned about this last season when you were bowling, man. So now maybe you should start looking inwards, see the terrible team that maybe okay, Liverpool is the terrible team at the moment. Well, um I'm just I'm just playing around actually, but you know, the performance was dope, like from the boys. Like it was man you creating clear cut chances. Like Liverpool had more of the possession, like they were more confident truly, but like you know, it was man you that had the chances, like the Elanga, the Bruno, like Liverpool were just like holding on by his trunk. The oh, even their goal was like it was ruffled, you know, like it was, it was, you know, Salah is a very Liverpool players are actually like they are rough players, so they can also goes out. Like the goals were hustled out. Look at the Manchester United goals now; they were dope. They were like planned. Like there was a Langa eating the bar. There was Eriksen's free kick. Like it was a masterclass. Everything was on point. Like you know. Uh, I I don't want to get carried away, but I feel like okay, it was it was a decent performance, like on the outside. Um. Okay, Joe. What okay, do you think? <clears throat> okay, you want to say something? Okay, what do I think of your performance? No, no, no. What do you think is going wrong for you guys at the moment? I I, I know you have a lot of crisis in your midfield and all of that, all of that. But mm-hmm. you know, I've seen. A lot of Liverpool fans complaining about the owners not spending money on midfield and even club staying loyal to players that, that don't perform up to up to what they were doing. I mean, we've seen players like Anderson, Robertson too, and club keeps using these guys. So what was your what's your I mean, what's your take on that? Okay, first of all, I think the problem, the major problem is the midfield. Now, last season, um, last season, Thiago, I think Thiago, I think in the early parts of the season, Thiago wasn't fit. He wasn't really fit. Fitness is what was kind of poor. But from February to um, the end of the season, Thiago was fit for major of the games. That's why we had such, like we had that run. I think in, in 2022, before like this season started, I think, we won all our games and just drew two in the Premier League. So that is just that is just like the impact of Thiago. Now Thiago on his own, he, Thiago covers a lot of flaws in our midfield. Thiago handles a lot. Like he's doing 
two um, man job in that midfield because Thiago is responsible for, um, for stopping a lot of transitions in our team. Thiago helps Fabinho a lot. That's why he looks um that's why Fabinho looks lost without Thiago right now. Um Thiago was the one helping us um, progress play. But now he isn't there, nobody's doing it. And he, and the closest person that can do that thing is Navigator. And Navigator is just he has injury problems also. So all I see is the problem now. That that's where the owners and club come in. Because this is what is called poor squad planning. Like our midfield is overdue for like like two three years now, their midfield needed to be refreshed. And in the past two, three years, we have only brought in Thiago as, as a starting midfielder. Now you, you brought in it, Thiago is like a luxury player. He's not someone you should be depending on to play 50 plus games in a season. Thiago can be fit for like 30 games that you start if, if injury wise is blessed. So you can't be relying on Thiago to be fit. And I've seen some fans say club can't buy a player because this player is going to get injured. But the player's injury record is there. He's not going to change overnight. Like, he's just going to stay fit. Like, it's just wrong, and it's just a very stupid thing to do. That's the same thing they did in um, in our title defense season when they went into the season with two injury-prone defenders, Gomez and Matip, and only Van Dijk. Like, what was the thinking behind that? Why didn't you replace Lovren? I feel all this thing is just, I think... I think Liverpool and um, and Klopp, I think they have pride. I don't know. I don't know. I like only pride of what, because I I feel they feel they are going to always be at the top, and other teams around them are not going to improve. So whatever they do, they can wait and do whatever they want, and they will still be at the top. But that is a lie. Teams around them are improving. Even the even the mid table teams are improving. Crystal Palace, Brighton, Boom, or um, all the West Ham, all these teams are improving, and it's going to be tougher to beat those teams. So, like, this is where Klopp, like, Klopp has the power. Klopp has power in that team to demand signings. If Klopp demands signings from the owners, the fans will 100% back him. But it just seems as if he doesn't want. And it seems Klopp is the kind of person that prefers quantity over quality. And it's just a very, that's just a very stupid thing to do. Like, I don't understand why he's doing it. And I'm very pretty sure now that even till the end of the window, they're never going to still sign another midfielder. And this is the, um, the same issues that will happen. Then another problem we have, we are right now also having a little problem in attack. Diaz and Femino. Okay, and Diaz, Diaz and Femino are players like that like dropping deep. Diaz is not like money that like that always goes into the box. So yesterday you saw Diaz and um, Femino coming into midfield to link play. Then leaving only Tala to the goal scoring. So I think when Jota and maybe Nunez comes back, maybe that will change and we have two more players in the box. But for now, everything is just looking so, so bad. I just hope, I'm praying that, because I, I I can name like five, six midfielders there that can improve us instantly. And not only this Bellingham that they're hoping for, that might not even come. So I just hope that Liverpool and club just do something quickly before the end of the transfer window. Well, we'll see how that goes for um for Liverpool. Um, MG. Yes, my boss. <laughs> I know I know you are overwhelmed right now, but I just want to talk about, of course, the win against Liverpool should go a long way and should be a morale booster for the boys. But um, the new boys, the three summer signings played together, started a game together for the first time yesterday. That's Eriksen, Malaysia and um, 
Lisandro Martinez. What do you think of their performance? Of course, Eriksen is a Premier League proven player. I mean, he's a bowler. We all know that. But Malaysia coming in to the squad, I mean, starting his first start, getting his first start against Liverpool, directly against Salah, and add that kind of performance. And yeah, Lisandro Martinez, of course did a lot. What what do you like how how do you feel about the signings so far? Um all right about the signings. Uh actually actually I'm not going to lie, right? The Liverpool's performance like the Manchester United performance yesterday, I'm not going to lie. The only the if if it were if it were a uh, game with 38 fixture and man you was like sixth on the table like last season Sheffield and then we won the game, do you get? There will be, like, no much difference from how I felt yesterday. Like, I'm just, I'm just trying to change this in. Like, I'm not, I'm not sweet. I am not, I am not convinced. I am not, I am not optimistic. I actually don't, they are not that good. Like, I mean Manchester United, they are not that good. They are still, they are still, they are still terrible. Like, it was just the win over Liverpool that is like making me happy. It's just the rivalry. It is nothing about the performance. Like I, I, I actually don't see the performance like being top notch. Ericsson was on the pitch. Uh, of the three, of the three new signings, that means you, uh, Ericsson, uh, Lisandro, and and Malicia. I feel like uh, Ericsson' performance was was the was like if I if I would give a rating for for three of them, I feel like Ericsson was the least. Uh, he has the least. Uh, you know, maybe he has the least rating for me. Then, uh, Malicia and then, uh, uh, Lisandro. However, like I said, I feel like I'm starting to feel like Liverpool's team is not so decent anymore. Like they were not even creating chances. You get it? Like they hardly, they had like I don't know. It was it was more of their inadequacies. Like I'm, I, I don't know. Uh, we can say maybe Ten Hag's tactics worked is why Liverpool's tactics was not working. But we've seen Liverpool in two games prior to our game. Like every Manchester United fan was even hoping that okay, like maybe like you know kicking Liverpool when they are down, like okay, you know they are struggling at the moment, and then like we can take advantage of. Even at that, I think we were talking on the field, my uh, both of us like on Saudi, and I was still telling you that. Liverpool will still come to Man U that ah, Man U no good. Like Man U is the terrible team. Like mm-hmm. I, hope you, I hope you are getting my point. Like Man U is the terrible team. But what I saw yesterday night shows that Liverpool is as terrible. Like that's why I don't want to be swayed sincerely. Like that team, ah man, they were not. They were not bringing it. They were not playing football. Robertson is a total flop. Like see now. Like at the time, I was surprised when when uh. Club was taking off Anderson and keeping Milner on the field. Like Milner was totally like off it. Like ah man, Luis Diaz like is 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 a hustler, but like he was not even beating Dalot. Dalot happens to be one of the worst right backs in the league. Like and like there was no threats per meal. Like there was nothing. So I just feel like I don't want to be I don't want to uh, man I know I know Manchester United fans around the world like they are they are feeling the you know they are happy they are feeling the the they are they are all overwhelmed like you know the result was a lot of positives but for me the new signings uh, uh like it's I don't know I don't think it is much 
maybe moving forward, you know, like morale wise, yes, yes, morale wise, it can, you know, it can, it can bring us up to a particular speed. Like we can feel like, okay, maybe we can actually play football because that was what Ten Ag said uh, after the matches. Did okay, like the boys can actually play football, and then he was proud of them. And well, I feel like uh, a win against the Liverpool side is a genuine boost. Yes, but still, I felt like it was Liverpool that gave the game away. Sincerely, they were just poor. No, of course, Liverpool were not up to par. I mean, they. I don't know. I don't care what's wrong with them. It's, I mean, I don't even want them to come back for whatever they are going through. Of course. I mean, we've been through that for the past how many years now. So yeah, make everybody call it. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to. Or oh, before we go, do we still have like? Do you want to say anything about the game? Is there still anything you want to say about the game? No, 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 no. Okay. Um. Let's move on to Chelsea now. I'm just going to tra- throw this straight at you guys. What is wrong with Chelsea? Uh, can I go? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I think Chelsea's problem is it's almost identical with Liverpool's problem, but just like Chelsea just have a system in place that um what like to just be alright on like Liverpool that if the system collapses like the whole system has collapsed has collapsed but Chelsea now is just I think they are signing the wrong players. I I, I honestly till till now I don't know why they got Cucurella. See they had Chuel and they had Emerson which are good which is like a good Chuel um, Emerson can be playing until Chiwe gets back to top form. Now, what did, would they have done with the Cocorella money? They could have gotten maybe a midfielder because they need another Kovac, like another midfielder like Kovacic um, inside, um, in their midfield because what they lacked against Leeds was controlling midfield. Now, their defense is actually very okay. And their attack is, their attack is so poor, man. No, Chelsea's attack is so poor. Havertz, Sterling, like Sterling, Sterling is Sterling is Sterling. You miss a lot of chances, but you, I know Sterling is still going to score like ten goals for Chelsea this season. But that is not what they should be relying on. And I'm seeing they want to sign Anthony Gordon from Everton for sixty million, maybe for something million. That is just like I don't understand why you want to spend that amount of money on a player when you could literally get some. Okay, they're also in for Aubameyang, but they could also get someone like Depay. Which is much more. I think the pay is even back up for free, so I don't know why they are looking at someone like that, or like there are so many attackers that Chelsea could get an attacker and a midfielder, and maybe a right wing back. That was like the major places they should have improved after signing Kudibali and Sterling. But I don't know what to show. Most of the just feel to show is a kind of like I don't know. I think to show values it depends. Over his um attack or something like that. I, I don't know what their own plan is, but that's just why I feel is wrong with Chelsea. Okay, thank you. Um MG. Uh, all right. Um about Chelsea, right? Like uh I'm not going to I'm not going to pass uh I'm not going to pass the same bias for Liverpool uh 
I'm not going to pass the same bias of Liverpool to Chelsea because I feel like Liverpool as a team, they are just worn out. Like they are actually they're a standard team, but they are just worn out. Chelsea is not a standard team. Like Chelsea, Chelsea. Oh, they want to Chelsea. Yeah, of course. All right. Chelsea is not a standard team. Like in years past, like they they are more of a, you know, like uh they have a particular structure <clears throat> that they play that they play with and uh, it just happens that you know like uh it works for them and if you if you look at if you look at uh, Chelsea's performance in, in in time past you see that they are more of a defender do all kind of team like it is it is it is the defenders that do everything the defenders take their they take the set piece they score the corners they defend like they don't concede like it is just what the defenders is just what they do like it is the goals they score it is the it is them not conceding like that is just what keep them like you know on top of uh the table like most of the time but if you look at the team as you know a complete unit you see that this is like it is not a proper team like i don't know this is modern football i don't know why a team will be playing and then they are like they don't have they don't have the proper structures in place and ah, man look at kanti now look at look at kanti being unavailable against leeds bro and that was it it was just that one man you get it like the the uh unavailability of Kante in that match, like it just showed that the structure will not even work. Yeah, if uh there is there is not there is that 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 center piece is not there because you know Kante is like opening defense and it's like protruding the attack and all of that at the same time, but like it was not there and then there was nothing to show for. And I don't know, I don't know the issues with coaches. Like I think Joe mentioned something about club the last time saying that okay, like club is not wanting to buy players and stuff. Like coaches, I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like there's something wrong with them because I don't know why club should not be actually buying players. I know he has spent money on Nunes or whatever, but like that team, they are old now. Like those boys, the old midfield, like the old midfield, they are 30. Bro, thirty abuse. Okay, let me say them Elliot, them uh, Curtis Jones. Like, but these guys are not even supposed to be starters. Like in Elliot, in Jones, but like the the average starters, these boys are old. And when that's in all these Milner, they are old. Salah is even like old too on his own. Like these boys are old, so I don't see a reason why you should not like be looking for a way to like get in players. Like this is this is this is same for Chelsea, right? Like. You know you have a player that you know like is one of the best you know wing backs in the world in recent games. You get what I'm saying now, but like this boy you play him in RCB, like for what reason? Like why not just get a center back? Eh? Aspicueta is old, he can't do it. Get a center back, leave that uh what's his name? Uh Loftus Cheek. Like the guy is, is pulling up a decent performance in, in the past couple games, but no, that's not his role. Like let someone who can play it, let that person play it. Look at Makukurela, like Joe said, like I don't know what that transfer was for. I was telling Love that okay, I saw the game, uh their last game. I did I did not watch the Leeds game, I was just seeing the highlight and stuff. But if you see if you see Makukurela on like in that game, I'm not joking and I'm not saying this to like maybe be uh you know like uh, uh 
I'm not saying this to have a bias against Chelsea, but the Kukurela guy was not settled in that team. He was misbehaving. Like aside from the corner he took, he did not play. He did not play a single cross, like a single into the box. It like he was just there. Him and Mount, they were just misbehaving, and on missing Mount too. Like I don't know. I don't know how these coaches. I don't know how they behave. Right. Like missing Mount, the boy is so good. Playing in his preferred position, but when you start to play a player like you can play him in seven today, play him in this today, play him at the end of the day, this player has the one out. I'm 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 so skeptical about I'm so I'm so scared for his James too because it will get to a time he might start misbehaving because let a player man his position you get and let him be the best at that position. When that is secured, uh, look for loopholes. All the loopholes in the in the team, fix them, fix the loopholes. Don't use your best player to to don't don't compromise your best players eh, to 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 get a redeem. Like let your best players play in their most preferred position. Now fit the loopholes. Do you get it? Now if you look at them, they they brought in Sterling. They brought in Kai. They have Kai Avat. Like this, they don't even have. They don't have. They don't have a point man. I don't know what kind of team is that. Like. The Chelsea team does not have a proper football structure. I don't know a team that would not like the Ah man, I don't know. I like if I was a Chelsea fan, I can't even I can't even support Chelsea because I feel like they, they play they play end of time football. They don't play they don't play modern they they don't play like a proper football team. Like when you watch them, you are not impressed. You just see them like ah man, I don't know. I don't I actually don't know. But it, it works for them. So uh basically it it just shows that there is no there is no uh there is no telling what is wrong with them because they've played out I, I would say not having a focal man like a nine i would say maybe it, it is the problem but that is chelsea they actually like they never have good they, they never have proper nines maybe aside from the costa or drug bar like they've never had proper nines so and they've always performed she understand so it just showed that they have a satanic football they play and that works for them so <laughs> so if 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 i'm to say that maybe they need a striker or they need a, this or then i don't think it will work chelsea are so terrible with signings they are like chelsea forget my you chelsea has one of the worst signing like they sign terrible players man like consistently Chelsea like Manju they sign very very terrible players like you see them signing Diaz signing Avad signing Wenner signing like even Sterling like these players like I'm not saying these players are no good but like for the Chelsea like imagine Chelsea wanting to buy the junk see bro if the junk comes to Chelsea I swear it will be worse than afraid I can say it because Chelsea don't have a, a midfield structure like they are not a team that's play the midfield. It is not the midfield for what they play. Here again. Their transition is not through the midfield. That transition is through the wing backs. So if they have a player like the junk, like they just buy the wrong profiles. Let me say it like that. They buy wrong profiles. Avat, Avat is too soft to be their point. Like, ah, man, I don't know. I don't, I'm just I'm just not going to like, because I actually don't know. If I was, if I was too cool right now, or if I was, if, if I could like advise Chelsea, uh, I can only tell them to play proper football. So to play proper football, you have to have proper assets. But aside that, it works for them. Defenders always get the goal. So like, it is just the around football they play, and they they will find their feet. Because if you see the Leeds game, like those ones, they like. I mean, I don't know. I I actually don't know what to say about that. And I've said a lot, so it shows how confused I am. Like, so let me just let me just stop there. Um, speaking about loopholes, I think Chelsea should just 
um, calm game Maguire and you he would improve know. their defense a lot. Yes. You improve their yes. defense now. Yes. So we can like, we can at least rest that, and celebrate for a while. It is it is either Chelsea or Liverpool, one of them. They need Maguire because uh they, they concede now. Uh Liverpool self need Maguire. Like Liverpool or Chelsea, that's one of them. Abidjo now. You don't need him. Eh, what do you mean you don't need ah three games? <laughs> do you know the do you know the funny thing? If Maguire yeah. should come to Liverpool or, or even if Maguire goes to Chelsea especially. Mm. You you know he was going he's going to hundred percent perform because he's going to play in the back three and yes when now let's, back three, yes he will now so that's why Chelsea 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 I I actually saw from reports that Chelsea made inquiries about him when he put, I think you guys wanted police and they requested for Maguire or something yeah they did now so don't yeah. do, so is your 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 board said is untouchable so ah man I don't understand it but they your captain. Let Chelsea, let Chelsea take him. They need Maguire so that Rhys James can play in, in, in right wing back. Uh, okay. So before we go, the last but not the least, let's let's just talk about Arsenal. Arsenal are very good at the moment. The young yeah. boys are doing very well, and they are they are still trusting the process. Mm-hmm. Do you see them? You know, how do I how do I construct that word now? But do you see them um, overachieving? Yeah, let me put it that way. No, no, no. I think Arsenal will finish either third or fourth. Uh, but uh, you have to give credit to Ateta because I, I know I, I was one of Ateta's biggest critics. But later on, I think last season, I became his fan because actually I saw what he was doing. See, what, what, what Ateta is doing eh, is what man you should do. Like is what they have should do, and I think Tehan is going to do that. Just flush out any player that doesn't that is even itching not to be in your club. Just any player that just part time he does not stay, just allow him go. Because that is what he did. He pushed Ozil out, pushed Abamyang out. He just wanted those that will listen to him and how he wants to play. And he has gone out there and he has got players that fit his system. Brilliantly, like Sinchenko guy, Sinchenko is such a mad signing for Arsenal. Like, do you know how? Like, I think Arsenal did not get top for last season because of TNE's injury. But guy, Sinchenko is, I think, in a way, he's an upgrade on TNE. But I think maybe in some games when they need to see out, like, be more defensive and see how the game, TNE will be a better option. But Sinchenko and Gabriel Jesus, mad signings. And I think they still want to sign a midfielder and a winger. I'm hearing that they are interested in Pedro Neto and they want to still get Tillemans for their midfield. And they signed Pablo Vieira, so that one is yet to come in. See Odegaard. Odegaard is bowling out, my boy. Odegaard is bowling. Um, this guy, um, Martinelli, Gabriel Jesus, Saka. Saka has not even entered top form yet. So, like, looking really, really good for Arsenal. Saliba, too, is doing well. So, like, Ateta's that trust me, two three years Arsenal is going to like be competing for for big titles, Premier League, UCL, because Ateta is actually like Ateta. What Ateta did there is he's doing a very very good job. So kudos to him. All right, um, MJ, uh, what do you think? Um, I think uh, I share half of the sentiments as Joe. Uh, however. Asna overachieving this season will be them ending at fourth position for me. 
Like that is that is them overachieving. I get the old system stuff, I get the old routine stuff and all of that, but in time past, in modern football, right? Like it's it has it has continued to happen that time after time, uh you can't you can't continue to keep a form. And if you cannot continue to keep a form, when those times come that you know the team will begin to struggle they are like they are they are players of certain profiles mm, that always like turn up like they are players of certain profiles that you actually need to own in your team and Arsenal they don't own these players you know they are on they are on a good run of form and they are only like one one loss on one draw away from like losing all hope. Just look at just look at Gabriel Jesus. Just look at Gabriel Jesus during preseason, right? Like he was bowling, he was scoring goals, all of that. And when the season started, like the first game he just blanked. Like look at the way look at the reaction. Like the rea- like everybody just felt like ah man like ah what's going on? Like he's like they just lost hope. You understand? If not for the fact that he came back the next game and then he just banked all those goals and assists, like that is that that is basically how how, how a team work, right? A bowling team. Look at Kevin De Bruyne in their game against Newcastle. Like you can be a very decent side, which Arsenal is. Do you get? But at the end of the day, there are some things that matters in football that is not just about you know the team, the team dynamics, the team, uh, the coaches, like. It will get to a certain point that they will need a player to look up to, like a, a, uh, a, I don't know, a, a, a I don't know how I'll put it now. A different figure. A proven figure, like not these boys. Like these boys can only do so much. I don't know if you are getting my point. Like they can only yeah, of do course. so much. You get, you know, they will play football. The art is in it. They they are showing love, like all of that. Like, but when it comes to a time yeah, that they will need, like, see, they don't, they don't have, they they basically don't have a player in that team. You know that as that as like a winning, like they are not winning. They are not a winning side, and. Aside from the fact that they are not even inside, like they don't have that one player that you know, like if you, if you look at players like Gabriel Jesus, players like Zinchenko, uh, uh, yeah, Gabriel Jesus, I think those are the players I can mention. Gabriel Jesus and Zinchenko from Man City, right? Like they they are coming from a winning side, yes, but they are not instrumental in this winning side. Like without them, that. Man City, they win, they go. Like it is not a Zinchenko team. It is not a Gabriel Jesus team. Like these are not. They are not. They are not the winners in the team. Even though they come from the winning side, they are not the winners. If you look at their senior men, Shaka. Like what? What does Shaka have to show? Like, like if the if the morale is down, like all around the field, Odegaard is the captain. Like what does Odegaard add? Like how will he carry? Like at the end of the day, football is more than is more than what uh some twenty three, twenty four year olds twenty. It is more than what they can do. It is about what one person can actually like just pull up, like just pull some milk out of there. Because they will not be playing this way against Man City. They will not be playing this way against Liverpool. They will not be playing this way against Chelsea. Like we know these things, and in these games, uh, they will just get frustrated. Like and when there is when when that person is not there to you know like pull them together like okay like or maybe that person wants to like perform miracle. You know what I mean now like. 
Mm-hmm. If you look at Barcelona with Messi, like they were so poor, but you know, like when their heads are down, you just see Messi, you just see him like just just do it. You get if you look at Real Madrid, like in time past, like even while they were like you know, like they had all these players when they had dramas, they had Ronaldo, like Varane, like when they had all these players in their prime. I'm talking 2014, their 2016, 2017 run, all of these things. Like you see that when heads are down, you get like there is some Ramos, there is some Ronaldo magic, like they, you know now, like, and if you look at, just look at, just look at this uh, Champions League that they just won, like, look at what, uh, when, when Benzema, when Benzema, like, when he went silent, uh, you know, like a game or two, I, I'm not saying he did not score, but like, you know, his goals came late in those games, like, I think the 4-1 win against, uh, was it City in, in extra time, the penalty, like before all of those things happened, there was someone, some Modric that turned up. Although Rodrigo was getting the goals, but like there was, I don't know if you are getting the my performance team. from Modric. Yes, when you don't have that player, like that one player or two, to get like they are used to winning, you get like a player that is used to winning and a player that has Yes, like I can turn a match over. Like I can actually be losing now, and you know I can actually turn a match over in a matter of seconds. Like you can't work if you are a team that you know, like you have to like be based off uh off the off the mark performance. Like Toyaki, once you start the game, you have to perform. Here you understand if you can't perform, like maybe they get knocked one zero two zero. Like they, they, there's no coming back for them. They can't do it. They don't have that mentality because. They are not that side. I know the old tactics and Ateta, you know, they are doing fine. They are doing well. And I feel like Arsenal, we have their best season yet. But still, these boys will not graduate. They are like uh, Joe said that in two, three seasons, they, they won't graduate. They will come for them. As That is what Arsenal is. Like all these boys, they will not even mature to that extent that, okay, they will mature to the level where, you know, like maybe they now have that mentality. No, they won't. When they perform to a certain level, Man City was already like eyeing Saka, like this transfer window. You know now, like we had the news that mm-hmm. Man City was, was looking. So like, and Arsenal is not that team. These boys, we want to go. Like it is going to happen. Like it's just basic for me. So I just feel like they will do their best. They will play beautiful football. Like if you want to enjoy the football, you can actually watch Arsenal. But like they are not winning. Like and when I mean they are not winning, I'm not even talking about the league. I mean like they are winning. They are, like the best they will still do is just like, you know, just own their fourth position because even third man, that would, that would be a lot. Like well, that's my. Sister, All right. Can I start you? Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Okay, uh, what he said about Arsenal not being mature. Like, uh, see, let me tell you, eh, you're saying they don't have winners in their team. What the heck? What are you saying, bro? Yeah, but Jesus is the winner. Four-time Premier League champion. He knows he has been like in two mad tight races with Liverpool. He knows what to do. Um, Sinchenko too. These players that Arsenal are bringing with time. Let me tell you, all these players they are improving. The soccer of two years ago is not the soccer of now. The only guard of two years ago is not the only guard of now. They are improving. You don't expect. You don't. You don't say they won't graduate. And you're also forgetting another thing that Arsenal is also going to keep improving in the transfer market. They will still be bringing players to add to this team. So that's what I'm telling you. Too. In two, three years, they're going to be competing for the title. It's, it's, like, it's, it's so clear to see. It's so obvious to see. And Arsenal is going to finish third or fourth. I'm very sure of that. 
because what last season they did, last season they had a chance to finish third, but injuries affected them. Now they have signed good players, back up to those guys. If Tierney is out, you have Shinsenko. If Shinsenko is out, you have Tierney. They have Tomiyasu there. They still have White who can play there. So, like, their Arsenal is just okay for their third or fourth finish this season. That's why I told you that is overachieving is third. But surely they are going to get the tough. I'm very sure of that. So, I'd, in two, three years, you should even be much more scared than Arsenal because in two, three years, it's even possible that Pep would have left Masti. And Masti now... Let me tell you, Masti have a brilliant team, but let's be honest, the reason why they are this good is because of Pep. So, whoever they is to replace Pep then would depend on a whole other man they can keep producing these 90-plus points. So, that's just the thing. Don't say Arsenal do those boys on match. Or like, do, and you, most of these players, they're tied, they're tied down to long-term contracts. That's to the Arsenal going about this, they're rebuilding in a smart way. You can look at their young players, like their key players. They are tied down to long-term deals so that no, no team is coming to push them in recent. Even if you're coming to push them, you're going to pay very, very huge amount which Arsenal can also use and invest in the team. So, like, Arsenal right now is the most exciting project in the Premier League. So, like, you can't take that away from them. I just want to see. Okay. Thank you guys so much for um, coming through. Before we go, I'll just say something. that I know a lot of guys play the FPL and it messes with their mental almost every weekend. So don't forget to listen to FPL, everything in between podcasts. Uh, I know a lot of people that have been listening to it and they've been doing wonders. Also, Liverpool fans, don't forget to stream the YNWA podcast. And if you want to run a Liverpool fan, you can get in touch with me and I'll link you up to go around on your Liverpool podcast. I only want winners here. I don't want... <laughs> Do they take all stages? Like, can they? Do, can I? Can I throw into their into their into their? Of course, stages? of course. That was FD. Uh, all right now. Thanks for having us, bro. Thanks, yeah, man. Thanks. Thank you. All right now, Joe. Eh, don't 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 lick lick your wounds. Joe. Lick your wounds. Don't. No, I'm all right. I'm all right. No, I was. Still, I'm still going. To, I'm still going to win a trophy and finish second or first. I'm sure of that. All this thing, I just. Now, fees we will pass on, so I'm um, still of, of course, of course, until it goes 10 years. Thank you for the unending support. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can always engage by dropping comments and rating the podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at SWAT underscore ballcast. Don't forget to join us next Monday. Have a good night and a productive week.